Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. All right. Hey, welcome, everyone. Welcome to Get Out There and Get Known podcast. And you hear that either you, she goes solo or she brings on her friends. So today I have a guest, a friend, Robert Kennedy III. Yes, that's his real name, Robert Kennedy III. And I met him on one of my favorite platforms, Robert, LinkedIn. And we are mutual friends of Black Speakers Network. And so I saw what he was doing, the wonderful work that he was doing on LinkedIn. I kind of stalked him and followed him. And then I was like, I need to have you on my podcast. So here we are today. So let me give you the formal bio of Robert Kennedy the third, right? So Robert Kennedy, the third, RK3, is a keynote speaker, trainer, and president of Kinetic Communications with Case. All right, he's he's different like that. A leadership communications training company. Robert works with leaders who need to connect more effectively with their teams through business storytelling and deliver critical message with confidence, which is our topic today, how to speak with confidence. His clients include large organizations like AARP, one of my favorite, uh, Barnes & Noble, one of my, another one of my favorite, and Johnson & Johnson. He has been featured on Fox 45, CW, Thrive Global, and other media outlets, including Speakers Magazine, which he was in. And, oh, that's not him. There he was, he's right there. Let's see, let me pull you up closer. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah. So he was in the issue of June and he wrote, Robert, thank you for joining us. He wrote an article on how to stand out as speakers post pandemic. And it's like, okay, this is a thing. We're going to be living with it as a while. So what's our plan? And he wrote on that. And it's actually, you can go to speakersmagazine.net and read it. But he talks about there is always a simple answer to business sustainability. And that is, you go read that. That's a whole nother conversation for another day. Today, we're going to talk about speaking with confidence. So first of all, Robert, I want to say, how did you get into this work? So people will know. You know what? I think I just fell in. (laughs) I, I don't know if I was on the street or somewhere and I saw this neat career opportunity and it said, hey, Robert, come on in. And I went through the door. It didn't happen like that. It was just a progression of things. I spent 10 years as a teacher. And after I left the classroom, I started a training company. I started, actually, the company was, we were building online courses. We were building e-learning for corporations. (laughs) And then that morphed into training companies on how to to develop their 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 e-learning platforms and after a while we recognized what we were doing was not just telling them about slides and how to put stuff online but it was about how to communicate information effectively especially onboarding hr training information Mm -hmm. to your employees in a virtual environment and so that kind of morphed into okay how do you communicate more effectively and so 
that that continuum just kind of led me to the place where we are now. Uh, keynote speaking, doing workshops, breakouts, building courses online, helping people with storytelling and confident what did you communication. Teach? What was your what was your main subject that you were teaching? I was a physics and biology teacher. What? <laughs> <laughs> physics yeah. and biology. Okay. All right. And what grades? What grades? So my first year was seventh grade, and then I taught high school, ninth and twelfth grade for for seven years. Wow. And then I was okay. two years as an online faculty for um, a university out west. And the reason why I ask that because I find that those who have been teachers and especially yeah. in junior high it's just in the primary primary education those that have been those type of teachers do the best in online worlds because you have to have a certain type of uh style or you have to get the attention of a 14 15 year old okay yeah. and they're not trying to hear anything about biology and physics so you've got to make it entertaining if you want to make your life easier and you have a and I find that teachers just have a way of planning or a structure that makes it really easy for you to have gone into this realm. I, I really see that. And so keynote speaking because you're speaking in front of a classroom. So you use those. You made the pivot. I guess you would say yeah. pivot from teaching online courses, online training, e-learning, which was a big thing. It, you know, people were just learning about it maybe 10 years ago, but now yeah. it's like everybody does that. But the thing that I want to say is that you have a gift or a savviness or a knack for technology, or is it just a passion or is it just a hobby? What What is it? You you love this stuff. I see your it's, background. I see your mic. <laughs> I see, I see you doing your stuff. I'm like, he loves this stuff. I thought you, your background was like maybe an audiovisual or something, AV. No. No, it's 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 a photography backdrop. It's I mean, there's a TV. This is a literal monitor, you know, so it's just different things that I've put together. I mean, I do love technology. I, I, I think there is a passion behind it. Um, my wife says I like to spend money on it. Um, <laughs> it, could be a, but, it could be a black hole. I'm telling you, because they coming out with new stuff all the time. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Apple just released their new computers and I'm kind of like, see, yeah. All right. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, Robert. So, so yes. Yeah, so you love that stuff, but it happens where it, it works for you. Yeah. And, and you train on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially in this season, it worked really well because uh, come March, when we went on lockdown, uh, they, like a lot of other speakers, there was a swing, you know, thousands of dollars. Ten, twenty thousand dollars kind of swing because now keynotes are canceled, training gigs are canceled or rescheduled. They're like, well, I don't know. We we're not sure if we can do this virtually because we're not going to say get the same engagement or connection with people. And I'm like, uh, 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 we we can do this. We we can do something. So it switches from just delivering content to now saying, hey, here is how you create a virtual experience. Mm -hmm. Here is how you take this from just delivering information online or just throwing up some slides and having a mic online to creating something that is engaging for people, that is memorable, that they're having fun. They're like, ooh, this is just the same, almost better than being in person for certain things, right? And so organizations now need to know that because we've been at home, they've been online since March and everybody's like, oh my gosh, I'm zoomed out. 
I'm totally zoomed out. Okay. How do we have, how do we help you create not another zoom meeting? <laughs> right. How do we so, do something yeah. fabulous? So, so it's, it's been a blessing for me. So question. So communicating with confidence, I had a client that uh, basically because of COVID had all of her in-person trainings canceled. She's older. I might say older. She's a baby boomer. I won't say older. She's a baby boomer. Not really used to technology. She was used to speaking in front of people doing trainings. So tens of thousands of dollars just went out the door and she had to learn how to communicate that same information with confidence using these microphones, these filters, this just the Zoom, not just the slides. How do you train or coach or help speakers who are used to being face-to-face, now they have to do this whole thing online? What is, right. and, and how do you get in their head so that they're not afraid? Because what she was is she was afraid of um, the technology. So she couldn't come across as competent as normally she would in person. So yeah. that's the scenario. What do you say? Well, one of the big things and one of the big mistakes, I had this conversation with a friend of mine online maybe about a couple of hours ago. And one of the big mistakes that we make as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as speakers, is really trying to do so much on our own, by ourselves. Mm -hmm. When things change, when things shift, we, we feel like something was taken away from us or now we've got to learn this new thing. And yeah, you kind of do have to adjust a bit, but you don't have to do it alone. So especially for speakers that are used to being in the classroom, maybe you've been doing it a certain way for 20 years, 25 years. Don't try to learn all of the technology right now, right? Don't try to learn every update that Zoom has and WebEx and go to meeting and StreamYard and restream and you're trying to figure you're like oh my gosh i'm totally overwhelmed oh Get don't help. don't talk about obs yeah oh yeah obs ecam yo don't i mean there That'll are make out the window <laughs> listen there are kids there are people that can help you navigate certain things i mean even me as somebody who's very comfortable with technology and I can do a whole lot on my own. When I'm doing workshops or trainings virtually, I have a producer with me. Oh. I have somebody come that handles some of some of the back end things. They, if we're on Zoom, they handle the breakout rooms. They handle oh. the uh, the stuff in the chat. They let people in because my expertise, while it's technology, while I can do that, my expertise is delivering the content. That's where that's where I shine. So and the thing that you then as a speaker, as a trainer need to learn is not the technology, it's the, the, the frameworks for how to engage people online. What are the things that I can do that I can take from my physical environment and now translate to that online environment to make sure that people are connected and, and are lockstep with me in the information that I'm trying to transmit. I love that. That is makes good sense. So I want to say, talk about connecting. I, I see Rodney C. Burris on as well. Hey, on LinkedIn. And I see Jermaine Stanley. Hey, how are you? I think they're in your area, Robert. Um, they might okay. be in DC, Baltimore, what I call that Mid-Atlantic area. And uh, one of the main things too is a producer. So Robert, okay, so I, this person is a trainer. How do they find a producer? Is that what you do? I, I I can and I do sometimes. My 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 career, my business is not the producer. I I do several things. I do delivery 
training for organizations, but I do coach other speakers, especially now who are trying to navigate this world. So I might start out with them by saying, you know what, let me help you do this event. Let's walk through the frameworks. Let's figure out what you need because some of it is the producer for the actual day of event, but some of it is also, Hey, how do you look professional on your, your, your video? How do you look like, like an expert on your live streams? Because mm -hmm. if I'm coming in and you're saying, I'm going to teach you guys something and they're looking up your nose because your, your computer laptop is like down here on your desk. Right. And, and there's a window behind you and the sun is shining and you look like you're looking like the undertaker. Um, oh, what, what about this? This was one time, <laughs> Robert, one time I did an entire podcast with my face just like this, not well, knowing well, that I could move the camera back. Right. It's wow. like, oh, OK. Yeah. So and we you got can my entire head cut off right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's, you know, things like, OK, you, you know, we're on screens and you're kind of like in this little box. Right. But one of the things that connects people to you is your body language and your hands and the things that you do when you're in person. So can you set yourself up in such a way that when you are online, you know, am I too close to the camera? Can they mm -hmm. see my hands? Can they see my passion and my energy? Mm -hmm. Right. Can they see my my facial expressions because my lighting is in the correct place? Or did I believe somebody and and buy a ring light and put it like right here and they're seeing circles in my face? Right. I've seen that, what especially if you wear glasses. The... Yeah. If you wear yeah. glasses, you see the little circle in the eyes. That's true. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So so some of those are the things that, that I that I coach uh, speakers, online virtual presenters through helping them to figure out how to navigate that world. And then, yeah, I, I definitely can connect them with people who can do the production end of things for them. And that will give them confidence, knowing that Absolutely. they have the right lighting, the right equipment, that mm -hmm. things won't break, making sure their Internet speed is correct. Or I just saw uh, uh, another client on Juanita Rasmus, which she's been doing a lot of TV interviews via Zoom. Uh, you know, so you have to have the right internet speed, but her background was pristine. It was branding her book. Her book, yes. just to give a, a quick little shout out, was uh, called <laughs> Learning to Be. Just happened to have it here. And she had a big poster in the background. It wasn't a Zoom background. She had a big poster of it. She had flowers. She had the right lighting. And it's almost like she had to be like a TV producer in yeah. order to, to, to look well on television, CBS, ABC, CBS, you know, all of that. Yeah. But how, but knowing that you don't have to do it alone, I think just freed up a lot of speakers. Because oh, yeah. now they feel like, you know what, let me just call Robert Kennedy. That's a real easy name to remember, right? Okay. Especially yeah. for someone like me. Uh, yeah. There's a baby boomer. It's like Robert Kennedy. And then, and then also know that you don't have to do it alone, that you can find someone to coach you through the look, all that, not you, they know their content, they just don't know the technology. And we're going to be right. stuck with this for a while, I'm pretty sure. We're going yeah. to be doing this probably for At least next know, another year, another yeah. year, speaking yeah. in a box. So how yeah. do we get out of the box, though? You, you kind of said a little bit of it, but if I were to, I mean, other than going into the rooms, what other kind of things can someone do to give it more of a pizzazz, I guess you would say, and give them really the the confidence to charge uh, right. the thousands of dollars they did when they were in person. So what, what are right. some of the tips that 
you can kind of give us there? Well, you got to get familiar with some of the, the different tools. So here's where my teacher background comes in, right? As a teacher, I didn't stand in front of the classroom the entire time and lecture, right? There were, there were things that I did. We had smart boards. We, I, I was a physics teacher, so I went out into the hallway. We had these wheels. We had the kids putting tape on the ground and measuring stuff and doing races with little cars and stuff like that, right? Because that was there, there were different learners in the classroom. And as, as a teacher, you know about kinesthetic, auditory, um, visual learners, and some of the different modalities. Those mm -hmm. exist online. So as a virtual presenter, how do I approach some of those different modalities? The people that learn by touching stuff, by doing stuff, how, how, do, I, how do I teach them? The people that learn by hearing stuff, how do I, how do I deal with them? Right. The people that learn by seeing stuff. So, so I'm doing things that are intentionally attracting or addressing those different modalities. So I'll give you a quick example. I did a, a workshop for a company and it was like CFOs, big, you know, they were just kind of like left brain folk. Right. And people were saying these are logical. They're very detailed. They're structured. And I'm doing this activity. Here's here's Robert doing an activity that says, listen, um, I want you to go somewhere in your room and it's got to be something that's out of arm's reach and pick up something that's meaningful to you and come back to your group and share with them what the, what it means, why it's meaningful. So hmm. you're on Zoom, but now you got to get up, you got to move, you got to come back and, you, and you're literally experiencing your space and you're finding something and you got to come back and share something from the heart. You got to be vulnerable. You got to create transparency and connection with that. So we combined a bunch of stuff in that one different activity. I didn't have to stand there lecturing mm -hmm. the entire time. I didn't have to be in my square the entire time. I let them do some of the work as online uh, participants. I love that. You know what? I never, that that seems friend to me right now that I can get up and leave and do something that they may not expect. I can stay. It's like, we feel like we're stuck to the box. We're right. glued to the little cubicle in this box. But you told them, get up and leave. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And yep. come back and move. And that's yep. what we miss about the live events. So exactly. we feel like we're stuck in the box. Now, obviously, you can't do exactly. it for a TV interview. But for a seminar, a webinar, yep. whatever we're calling these things, that mm -hmm. that's part. I love that. That's the teacher in me. That's the gift. That is what you <laughs> have done to yeah. really make that transition. So... Let's talk a little bit about uh, death by PowerPoint. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> so, you know, those that are teachers and like to put together all these things, they know that they can put in a lot of information in these slides. Like, Ooh, this slide is going to be great. This deck is 32 pages. And it's like, okay, you have just killed your audience. So right. explain to people when they're going to use slides and presentations, how to, not hide behind those PowerPoints, but what what should it really be for? Because it's right, the word is point. It's just to create right. a point, not a whole entire novel. Yeah. So give us some tips on on how not well, to do that. Your your assets are supportive of your content, right? And so the say PowerPoint, that again. That's tweet. Yeah, your, your your assets are supports for your content. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the, the PowerPoint is not the star of the show. Right. So yes. the PowerPoint is this thing. And and here, one of the rules that I have is, listen, even if I have a PowerPoint, 
it's not going to be on screen the entire time. Ooh. Right. There's got to be times where I stop sharing something, depending on what the platform is. I stop sharing so that I can visually make connection with the audience at the beginning, in the middle, I'll stop. And one of the things that we need to be able to do online as well is plan times where you will stop for engagement. Don't plan on talking the entire 30 minutes. If you've got a 30 minute slot, stop eight minutes in and say, hey, what do you think about this? Put this in the chat, type this in the chat hide the PowerPoint and then start talking to people, call mm -hmm. their names. I'm glad you answered that, Pam. That was so amazing. Oliver. Hey, listen, I'm so glad you said Juanita. That's listen, that's, that's powerful, right? So now you're making these engagement, you're making engagement and you're making these connections, right? So, and, and, and the PowerPoint is not in the way anymore. The second thing that I would say is a lot of times you talked about death by, by PowerPoint, right? And people have all these texts. I mean, honestly, uh, the your 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 job as a presenter as a facilitator is to share a story mm. online. Now, when I say a story, I don't necessarily mean once upon a time, but I mean talking about a a, a journey that you take them on. And yeah. how do you use PowerPoint or how do you use you use um, online visual assets or slideshows to create that? Use imagery. Use use, and I, and I love using large images with one one clear statement on it, so that they can see and they make a connection between what's on the image and what's on the text, right? Because they they support each other. I'm not just putting a blue background. I'm putting if I made a statement that we need to we need to watch out for our health, right? I'm gonna have a big image of a smoothie <laughs> in in the background or somebody doing something. That, that relates to the information that I'm sharing. So, I mean, there, there's there's just a lot it's that just you can like, do. There, it's like yeah, there are tools like Prezi. Prezi um, I use Prezi instead of PowerPoint sometimes, but there's a tool called Prezi Video, which allows you to overlay over you or have the slides kind of to the side and you can kind of pull them back and forth. And so you have that interaction. With I haven't the audience. Prezi so, in a long time. I'm going to pull Prezi back up. I haven't, haven't done that in a Check out Prezi Video because Prezi video. Prezi video allows you to connect with Zoom. It allows you to connect with video conferencing software what? so that you can you can go back and forth. And it's it's oh. I'm, I, I don't know if I can say this on your show, but it's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like excited right now. It's like I haven't done Prezi in a long time, but they yeah. have come up. They have come yeah. up. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, Robert, we just have a few more minutes, but I yeah. just want to just tell you. Thank you for all that you do, the people that you serve. Uh, you've done a lot of things with Black Speakers Network as well. You wrote for Speakers Magazine. You are consistent, and I appreciate that about you. What would you say is the one tip you want to leave with uh, our listeners and our viewers over LinkedIn and, and uh, Periscope and YouTube that can really help them prepare for the next phase so that they can be confident? Because this season was really kind of anxious for a lot of people not knowing what was going on. So what is the main thing that that someone should do to really be confident to one, to ask for the fees that they that they deserve, and then also too to show up and shine online? Wow, I love that. Show up and shine. So I'll lean into the word confidence. And and I don't define confidence as a state of being. I don't believe that confidence is this switch that you flip on and off and that, oh, some people are naturally more confident and others aren't. Confidence is repetition, um. right? And so you've got to be willing 
to take a step and do it and then do it again and then do it again. You might not always feel like it's going to work. You might not always feel like you're accomplishing. You might not always feel like you're clear on it, but take that step and then take the next one and then do it again and keep doing it. And over time, your confidence will evolve. Your confidence will grow. And then one day you're going to look back and say, oh, wow, I'm not where I used to be. And I feel better about that. So, so there's no, yeah. So there's no quick, like, oh, we're going to get this done in two days and you're going to be the expert or such and such in 30 days. Uh, that That is something that um, a mature person knows. I, th- I remember reading Missy Copeland's book and she talked about that, about really Brits practicing. She's a ballerina, world-class ballerina. And she didn't start like that. I mean, she had a gift, but it yeah. does take practice and repetition. I love that. That is so key because the more you're familiar with it, even when people are pitching media, I said, the more you pitch yourself to the media, the more confident you will be with it. You'll know when you get a hit, what worked, and you keep doing that over and over again because, oh, okay, I got booked on the media by doing that. So you'll keep doing that over and over again and you'll be more confident with it and then you'll grow and go and grow bigger. So thank you, Robert. How can people get in touch with you? Because I know there are some people that need your assistance in terms of really showing up and shining online. So how can they reach you? I make it easy. I'm robertkennedy3.com is my speaker website. You can connect with me on all social media as robertkennedy3, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I ain't on TikTok yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't get on it it's a black hole i'm telling you you'll get hooked and you'll be like it's three in the morning i'm still watching all these tiktoks and trying to do and my daughter tells me don't do the tiktok my i've done some tiktok she says that's not how you do tiktok i said i'm gonna do the tiktok the way i want to do it okay <laughs> yeah 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 so, so Robert Robert Kennedy Kennedy everywhere. Yep. all right well thank you thank you so much for joining us i i you were fabulous and I want Thank you to, to write for Speakers Magazine again, too. So think of something you can do for 2021 for us, okay? Let's do it. All right. It sounds good. All right. Then. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.